Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So I'm not quite sure how I really sound, but a few weeks ago, I went to a music festival and inhaled a lot of dust and, you know, all the stuff that comes from the fireworks and all the stuff from the stages and everything else involved in music festivals. And my chest congestion or like it's really not even chest congestion. I can breathe perfectly fine, but it's more of, I guess, just back in the my throat. And I don't ever get sick. I never really deal with um, allergies here in Austin. So not my favorite that here I am still having to like clear my throat and honestly, mostly just like not sounding like myself. So sorry if I sound a little funky. Hopefully it's not distracting, but we're just going to roll with it and (laughs) hope one day I become a normal human being again. And so today I really wanted to talk about, for those of you who do not know, I do jujitsu and there's just so many really awesome lessons that come along with doing something like jujitsu. So I wanted to dive into relating back to specifically jujitsu for me, so many different things that you experience and kind of have to learn and go through or, you know, different situations that you need to be in to have a hobby like that and how those can be taken and used in the different areas of our lives. And so if you don't do jujitsu, that's totally fine. One, I'm going to be just talking about some of the awesome things that can be taken from something like jujitsu and relating it to your everyday kind of real world scenarios. But also it's definitely not some of the examples may be specific to jujitsu, but if you do any kind of other hobby or sport, it's just the same as that. And so really the main point I'm going to try to make today or the main or the main point of today's podcast is how likely in you know, something that you're doing, whether it be being a parent, things with your job, different hobbies that you may have. You may have to show up in certain ways in those scenarios, or you may have cultivated really strong skills in those scenarios that you can then take and apply to other aspects of your life, and it can be super beneficial for you. So that being said, let's go ahead and dive into some really awesome life skills that jujitsu helps me build and strengthen. One is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, which obviously you're never going to be fully comfortable in an uncomfortable situation or something that makes you uncomfortable because obviously then it wouldn't be uncomfortable. But you are constantly putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable and therefore that helps build your capacity and your comfort with putting yourself in situations that make you uncomfortable. In jujitsu, that is the case just so often, you know, especially when you get started. I mean, you are learning to get body to body with a bunch of strangers. You are getting your butt kicked all the time. You have to face people who you know skill level is far above yours. You're putting yourself in situations where you don't feel confident in and you know that your your knowledge and skill level really isn't quite there and knowing that you may not know at all what to do and you're just going to have to figure it out 
And then you're also putting yourself in situations where it physically is very uncomfortable. I mean, you've got someone choking you, pulling on your arms, smothering your body, smothering your face. It can, It's just <laughs> uncomfortable in like every way you can think of almost. But it's such a great opportunity to increase your tolerance for putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. And so you can also think of where in your life might you be doing that? Do you have a specific hobby? Is there something within your job or even like being a parent where you can see that you're having to put yourself in uncomfortable situations time and time and time again, but then realize that you can take that tolerance, that increasing of that tolerance, building that skill, and then let that bleed into all the other areas of your life, right? It's so easy to maybe have the perspective of, oh, okay, I'll continue to use jujitsu here. While I'm at jujitsu, maybe I've gotten really good at putting myself in these uncomfortable situations and dealing with them and tolerating and handling them. And obviously, I'm seeking them out if I'm there and I'm going. And then maybe I think in the rest of my life, I really hate being uncomfortable and I avoid uncomfortable situations. I avoid doing the uncomfortable thing, which really anything out of our norm is going to typically be uncomfortable on some level, whether we perceive it that way or not to our brain. That's usually the case, depending on what it is. But instead, I can have the perspective of, okay, in this one area of my life, I obviously do this. I put myself in uncomfortable situations all the time or I have a stronger tolerance to it in this one aspect of my life and then viewing it as then I'm capable of that in every other aspect of my life. And then you can use that to help you grow and change and do uncomfortable things more often for your benefit, obviously. I don't think there's necessarily a reason to do uncomfortable things that aren't to your benefit, but to each their own. And when I talk about doing uncomfortable things, that could be putting yourself out there in some way. That could be sharing something that's vulnerable. That could be choosing the food choice that's more aligned with your goals when typically that's not what you would pick. That could be choosing to go to the gym or not drink the soda, to go to bed earlier, you know, whatever the case may be for you. The next one is you are always putting yourself in a position of learning. Right, you go to jujitsu to learn. Well, ultimately, to get better is most likely most people's goal. But if you have the right mindset and perspective around it, you're really going to learn. You go to learn new positions, new techniques, and to refine those and better your game. And that is such a great both skill and perspective to carry over into, again, all aspects of your life, putting yourself in a position of, how can I learn from this? What can I learn from, you know, whatever I'm doing today? How can I come at this from a mindset of learning rather than whether I'm doing things right or wrong or good enough? If you're weightlifting, it doesn't have to be, did that workout kill me or did I increase my weights that day? It can be you're focused on learning to be better at that movement. When it comes to changing your habits with food, so much of it really comes down to learning more about yourself and your own behaviors and thoughts and 
And once you observe those more, you can then learn what works best for you, what allows you to actually change in the ways that you want to. And outside of showing up because you're there to learn to get better, there's also practicing that mindset while you're there of instead of how did I specifically do in these roles or did I beat this person? Did I win? Did I get the submission? You can really lean into going into everything with that mindset of learning and instead of every time you roll it needs to be an ego I need to do as best as I can I need to be I need to try to win you can allow yourself to really view it as learning opportunities like okay I know that I'm not great at these kinds of techniques I'm going to purposely put myself in positions of those techniques and try things I know I'm not good at, because that's how I'm going to learn. That's how I'm going to get better. If things didn't go the way I wanted them to do, or just didn't go well, what can I learn from that scenario? This next one goes pretty well hand in hand with the getting uncomfortable and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. But doing something like jujitsu helps you build your skill of continuously putting yourself up against a challenge, which can really go for any sport and all other sorts of things, but I am challenging myself every single time I go, not just, you know, within me telling myself to challenge myself to be better because as much as I would love to go into jujitsu with that mindset every single time I go and really try to push myself every time, that's not me. You know, sometimes I just show up to show up and do what I can, but regardless, every time I go, I'm in a challenging situation. I am going literally up against a challenge. I am going against an opponent who wants to choke me, who wants to grab my arm and put me in an arm bar. So multiple days a week, I am putting myself up against a challenge. And that's helping me build my tolerance for challenges, as well as my skill of going up against challenges, putting myself in those kinds of situations. And... I'm going to keep saying that we can let that bleed into other aspects of our lives. I can use that to change my perspective and use that greater tolerance against challenges to do other things that feel scary or hard or uncomfortable for me. It's also a fantastic place to practice a growth mindset. You have to have some level of a growth-oriented mindset to keep showing up to jujitsu And the desire to keep showing up and put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable and where you know you're likely to lose in order to keep learning is necessary. And a growth-oriented mindset is going to help you in every aspect of life. Like any aspect you can think of, it will help you. And so while plenty of people can do jujitsu and not even have a super great growth-oriented mindset with jujitsu or maybe they do in jujitsu, but not at all outside of jujitsu, or not at all in the other aspects of their life. And I'm sure there are plenty of cases of that out there. More of what I'm saying is it's a great place to really cultivate and help you build your growth mindset. And again, use that for other areas of your life. So Some examples of what that can look like in this context that you can then use in other contexts is instead of going into it with this egotistical need to prove your ability or your knowledge, 
you're really going into it from a place of learning and getting better. And you're going to have to fail and do things that you're not good at in order to learn and actually get better. If you just continue to do the same two things that you're really good at, you're not going to expand and grow and ultimately over time be really good. Another aspect of a growth mindset is being inspired by the success of others. So learning from the people who are better than you, taking feedback from the people who are better than you, viewing it as inspiration for what you can accomplish, knowing that you may feel like you are awful at it right now, but that you can get better, that you can get good. Viewing the different challenges really as a opportunity for growth rather than it being something that you either win or lose or that you're good or bad at. Viewing mistakes and feedback as learning opportunities. Knowing that effort is what helps lead you to success and continuing to persist even when there's setbacks. And so again, growth mindset, I don't love using like textbook terms in this kind of way, but it's what helps convey the point, I think, the best in a concise manner. But a more growth-oriented mindset, again, is going to benefit you in any aspect of your life. And so leaning into some of those examples I just gave in any way, shape, and form within your life can be so helpful. And I do want to convey that this is a skill This isn't some button that you push in your head and now you think differently or that you're going to just be really good at it and think differently just overnight. Thinking certain ways, changing how you approach things, those are skills and especially in different scenarios. But you can lean into learning and cultivating these skills and, and let it have such a great impact on your life. Something that is so big for jujitsu that is such a great thing to lean into for any other endeavor is that it's really about embracing the journey and you you can't just be in it for the outcome. If you're only showing up to jujitsu to get the next belt, you're going to be frustrated. You're not going to enjoy your time. You're probably going to lose your patience. At some point, you're going to most likely lose your motivation to go, lose your desire to go, maybe just get bored of it as a whole. And so anyone who's going to jujitsu just to get the next belt to level up, it's likely not going to get them real far. Those are probably going to be the people who quit sooner rather than later. However, if you're really in it for the journey along the way, I mean, sure, of course I, you know, I want the next belt. Of course I do. But that's not why I go. I go for so many other reasons. I choose to go because of wanting to learn how to use my body in this way, wanting to get better at the art, wanting to become a better fighter, enjoying learning how to use my body in all these different kinds of ways, enjoying the community. My focus is on this being a part of me and my life and learning and getting good at the art of jujitsu and having fun moving my body in a different way, not showing up specifically because I'm trying to get promoted to the next belt. And the same can go for so many other things in life. For example, someone who embraces all the things that they enjoy and all the benefits they can get from changing their eating habits and their nutrition is going to have way more long-term success than the one who is only in it to, most likely scenario, lose weight. It's also a great place to build your skill of getting right back up when you get knocked down. 
For those of you who have no idea what jujitsu is or what that looks like, for the most part, what I think most people will understand is sparring. We call rolling. And so that's when you are just going up against another person with the goal usually being to submit the other person. And so you roll for a specific allotted amount of time. And as you're sparring, as you're rolling, typically at my school, we do, for example, a six minute roll. And if you one person submits the other person, it's not over. You keep going until the time's over. So you may tap from a choke or someone cranking on your arm or cranking on your ankle, whatever the case may be. And <laughs> you, <laughs> you just fist bump and go right back into it. So over and over again, you're, you may be getting your butt kicked and you just got to get right back up. And nine times out of 10, you're not doing just one roll each time you go. You're going to be doing multiple. So it really is over and over again, unless you're just having a fantastic day and somehow submitting everyone that you're going against. But you get your butt kicked, you lose and boop, fist bump right back into trying to kick their butt. And translating that into other areas of your life, you know, looking at parenting or your business or any kind of goal you have, you may feel like you're being defeated, but instead of walking away or quitting, you can get right back up. Okay. You feel like you lost that. Things aren't going your way or not how you want them to be. Feel like you got pushed down. Get right back up. Get right back to it. And lastly, it does not seem to matter at all what level that you're at in jujitsu. It will continuously humble you. But while it continuously humbles you, you still keep going. You can still choose to get better and to learn and improve your skill. And you absolutely don't have to be the best at something or perfect at something in order to be successful. You don't have to be perfect in your technique to be successful, to win around. You don't have to be the best by any means to be successful or win around. But while you're constantly being humbled, you still get to choose to keep showing up and you get to choose to keep trying to get better. And this can go for your work, your career, building a business, being an entrepreneur, being a parent, going out and dating, embarking on a health and fitness journey. And just one more here. It really helps strengthen your courage muscle. It takes courage to try something new. It takes courage to keep showing up after bad days on the mat. It takes courage to continue to put yourself in uncomfortable circumstances. It takes courage to start something that you know is going to have a long timeline before you really truly learn much or get really, really good at. I mean, From what I've heard, average timeline of getting a black belt for people who keep going, eight to 10 years. I tell people that and some people are like, no way would I ever try to start something that I know it's going to take me that long to get good at. And again, they're being outcome focused. I'm not worried about any of that. Personally, I'm worried about who, how it's benefiting me right now, who it's helping me become right now. And the benefits of getting good at it will come with time. And that's that's just a really awesome bonus. And so I really want there to be two big takeaways from this episode. One being listening to the different benefits that I listed off. And one being think about what you're doing in your life 
Are there things that challenge you in some way? Are there different hobbies or different situations in your life that are helping you build certain life skills that you can then translate to the other areas of your life instead of just seeing it, you know, in a vacuum of that one specific aspect? And then two, regardless of that, taking what I listed off today and just being able to have a few key takeaways and apply that to different areas of your life, especially if you're working on a specific goal. Are you working on a health and fitness goal? Are you working on changing your habits and behaviors in any way? Are you looking to just improve, you know, looking for personal development? How can you put yourself in a mindset where you are viewing things from a place of learning? How can you choose to go after challenges, choose to be uncomfortable? Know that putting yourself up against a challenge and working hard and putting in a solid effort is going to be what helps you get better. How can you embrace the journey and not just be in it for the outcome? How can you practice and cultivate having more of a growth-oriented mindset? How can you decide to start getting back up when you get knocked down? How can you choose to keep going even though you're not loving how you feel about it right in this moment? Because feelings aren't necessarily truth. We can feel and think like we're not progressing, like we're not getting anywhere, like we're just staying stagnant, that we're bad at something, when none of that can be true. It can feel really, really real, and none of it can be true at the same time. And if you keep going, you get to reap the benefits of all the hard work that you've been putting in. So those are just some nuggets to think about and to think about where in your life you can maybe apply these. Maybe it can be in your relationships. It can be in your career. It can be in starting some kind of side hustle. It can be in a health and fitness journey. It can be in your relationship with yourself. It can be in parenting. It can be in jujitsu or any other hobby that sounds enticing to you. And so as always, I would love to hear what some of your key takeaways were. If you had any specific thoughts or ideas come up as you listened, what you found particularly helpful. And you can let me know through messaging me on Instagram or emailing me. It's also always super helpful if you share the show either to your social media or sharing it with someone who you think would find it interesting or would be helpful for as well. But that is what I have for you today. I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.